Uh, hold on, let me pull this up. What are we doing? Uh, yeah, that's right. I'm also dumb as shit. I can't remember anything. I can't, like, my brain just loses it. Welcome to my world. I didn't say I had tits. I said I can't remember. <laughs> They're called totally breasts. different part of the body. <laughs> tits called... and fucking elf ears. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll beep out the, the T word. Thank you. Uh, what do you say we get the show started because we're a little bit late this evening the Civil Minds Sports Show uh, latest and the greatest in New England sports we'll start out with uh, some opening takes some hot takes uh, why don't you uh, why don't you go ahead there Gandalf? Robert Robert go ahead Robert you want me to go sure yeah I've got Rages plenty of Pat storylines here we got the Mac versus Zap controversy obviously that's brewing plenty of hot takes to talk about there uh, I'm sure Mac's a little butthurt right now with things. I-, I wonder how he's feeling and what he's thinking to get out there. Now there's stories coming out. He's a little bit of a diva, asking too many questions. And, you know, Zappy's in there just probably on the DL working. You know, like this Mac guy, like, listen, I can do this. I'm your guy. I, I hope that Zap's working it behind the scenes and hoping that he's- he never wants to let Mac get that job back. You also got draft pick development. You're getting, you're seeing everybody get out there and play games, which, which is nice. We used to never see that. We used to never see the draft picks play. It's nice. That's true. It's true. We we're not wait, used to seeing wait, rookies here in wait, New England. Wait, are you back on the Zappy train? Zappy He's train. He's got the fever. <laughs> Bailey's spreading the fever in the locker room. The first game. After the first game, you're like, whatever. And then you watch last game, you're like, oh, wow, that was different. He actually played good. It moved a little oh, bit. God, irritable, irritable. Yeah. I told you I was fucking irritable. Speaking of bitches, <laughs> speaking of bitches, Joel Embiid is a bitch. You're a bitch, Joel Embiid. That's Celtics opening game. This is not necessarily the flopping. It's certainly not about the Marcus Smart tussle. Marcus Smart, you're a bitch too. It's about being seven feet two, the biggest guy in the league, and playing like you're fucking Allen Iverson and dribbling between your legs and trying to take guys off the dribble, shooting three-pointers, shooting fadeaways. Just post up and dunk it over literally everyone. They were guarding you by something named Vonalay last night. Like, fuck you, it Joel sucks. Embiid. You useless dog bitch. I fucking hate Joel Embiid. Thank God the Phillies are about to go win the World Series because Philadelphia, if they were relying on this schmuck, this foreign schmuck, although congratulations on getting your American citizenship, you bitch and then you're fucked you're fucked 76ers i hate joel Embiid. i hate watching him play it's so frustrating it's so frustrating that being said celtics look good raymond they did you know what's not frustrating to watch bruins hockey your mother's ass damn it no (laughs) bruins hockey right now i mean before the past two coaches we had claude julian and bruce cassidy it was defense 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 now it's go 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 score goals don't care about the defense or rush. Just fucking go up there and snipe. I believe the Bruins are second right now for points for. They are probably <laughs> last in the league for points against because they're letting a lot of shit go in. But, hey, it's actually fun watching the Bruins right now, and I'm all for it. First, I'd like to say uh, kudos to you for remembering the last two coaches of the Bruins, Hockey Guy Ray. And secondly, let me just quickly run down the show rundown. Oh, yep. Nope. We're not talking about the Bruins today. So uh, way, to, way to spark that conversation, Raymond. What we will be talking about, uh, zappy antibodies. Do you got the Maxine? Do you got the, uh, the old vaccine Maxine? Or are you, you searching for that fever, that zappy fever? We'll, we'll touch on that, Bobby. Uh, some trade rumors. Ray and I did a... a, a a recap show on Monday where we touched on those rookies, but we'll, we'll give you your, mm. your moment to, uh, um, you know, give them some shine. If you'd like, we'll do a little Pat's bears. I got some statistics for you. Some of them are a little bit surprising when it comes to the bears and the Patriots. Some of them are not spoiler. Alert, the bears stink. Uh, Celtics over touch on that. And the NFL owners, Royal rumble got that's it. going on right now. Shut the fuck up, right? The NFL <laughs> owners are going at each other. Uh, in kind of hilarious fashion to watch 30 rich white guys just kind of duke it out in the media uh, or verbally at each other whether fucking white jowls just jiggle is uh, entertaining and Simplest Minds of the Week. Got a couple of decent candidates there. So welcome to the Simple Minds Sports Show Friday Rewind October 21st. Happy birthday to my firstborn. Um, and congratulations on me for getting the date correct. Welcome to the show.
Yeah, you would have got that wrong. You've been an idiot. Jesus, what are you, what's up, Thor? What the fuck happened to your... Do you modulate your mic? No. You sound like shit in the interview, too, by the way. <laughs> Irritable. If you're watching on YouTube, I apologize uh, for myself. If you're listening anywhere, I apologize for Raymond. Uh, Lessons iHeartRadio, because you're part of the movement. We are the number one New England sports show uh, on iHeartRadio and the self-proclaimed number one New England ra- uh, radio show on iTunes. So uh, wherever you're listening, wherever you're watching, subscribe, rate, review, smash it, smash it, smash it. Tell your friends, tell your mothers. Uh, it's because I'm sick. Cool. Uh, Zappy anybody's. <laughs> really, I'm just really proud of the uh, analogy that I've come up with with COVID and the, the Zappy fever, the Maxine vaccine. Just wanted to use that a couple more times. Oh, it's fantastic. It's really, it works Thanks, on a lot Bobby. of levels. No, fucking Bobby. Yeah. This is bullshit, yeah. Bobby. Don't fucking yeah. make this head any bigger than it is. Uh, okay, Bobby, elaborate on. Actually, no, I, I heard your piece. Let me give you my fucking piece. The week one against Detroit, Detroit, the worst defense yeah. in the league. We were on the same page. It's 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 smoke and mirrors. It's whatever. I'll give you he certainly looked better in Cleveland. I'll give you he was asked to do more things in Cleveland. There are a, no, a whole number of plays where you went, oh, shit. You know, Isaiah Wynn backs him up five yards and Zappy actually picks it up. He can read a defense, made some good throws. It's still the Browns. It's still two games. He still hasn't come from behind. I haven't seen a call call an audible. I haven't seen him deal with a, even a big hit. He's never he has never even taken a big hit. Um, so I I to say that this is the guy, which so many people in New England are already doing, they're already counting Mac out. I'm just not there yet. Maxine's Maxine's too too uh foolproof for me so, right now. Play from behind, absorbing a big hit. Is that what's gonna take it to the next level for you to get the fever? I guess what the in the way you could describe it is experience is more uh is more time for to see what he can do. We've seen it from Mac Jones for uh a season. It, people's memories are so short. Last year, the beginning of the season, we were frustrated because they weren't even letting Mac Jones throw it into the fucking end zone from the 20-yard line. Do you remember that? We were for weeks, for weeks. Yep. And then you got a game against Tom Brady in the rain in the, one of the biggest games in Foxborough ever, and Mac Jones goes out there and slings the ball around and keeps him in the game. Then a couple weeks later, they play the Cowboys. Should have won that if Nelson brick hands Aguilar holds on to one mm-hmm. fucking pass or Stevie lick my chop Belichick can call a better play for third and 25. And Mac Jones slung the ball around in that game too. So they, he had to open it up in those games. They were trailing. They wanted to win. They were in contention. I got to see that type of shit from Bailey Zappi, average height Bailey Zappi. Don't don't sit here and tell me he's the next heir apparent and he's already past Mac Jones because he beat the Detroit Lions, Dan Campbell, 0 for 6 on fourth down, and Jacoby Brissett. Come on. He didn't just beat him. He beat their ass. That's what he did, okay? <laughs> he didn't just beat him. He beat their ass, all right? The whole thing was Zappy. It's all about the eye test. When you watch him play, sometimes this whole season before, when you watch Mac drop back to take a pass, I'm so nervous. I'm, like, counting the seconds. It's like one, two, three waiting for just get rid of the ball don't get sacked watching zappy play it's like he gets back he either gets the ball out on time he throws it away or they hand it off it just all seems really calm like i know they're not asking him to do much but they're asking him to do right the exact right amount and he's succeeding so just when you watch him play it feels good it looks good watching mac play even in the ravens game where he had his best game and he was throwing the ball all around it was still Utter chaos. It was utter chaos. I think He's, I saw he, this. I think I seen this twenty one years ago. Oh, fuck you, Ray. I, I agree with you. Uh, I agree one hundred percent with what you're saying, Bobby. The only, mm. uh, I, the only thing that's not uh, allowed me to text you guys that I've started to feel a little fever is Ray because I just can't deal <laughs> with mm. the cuntiness that follows in which when you admit Ray was a little bit right, even a little bit, it's unbearable. To the moon. To the moon. Wait. This is the thing that I think is going to take this controversy to the next level. If Mac doesn't play this week against the Bears, let's say that Zappy plays again this week, beat the Bears, they suck, and he comes back against the Jets, everybody's going to think the Jets suck, they're the Jets, we should beat the Jets. The Jets have been a pretty good team. It's on mm-hmm. the road. So then if they're going to set him up on the road against New York, who's a much better team, and he might not look that good, 
They may win the game, but he might not look that good. And then they're going to be like, well, Zappy. I mean, he would have just taken care of business. I think that scenario could really make it a much bigger controversy. I think Bill Belichick doesn't want a quarterback controversy, but no matter what, throughout that whole season, when Mac goes back in, he's going to have, like, as soon as Mac has a bad game, they're going to call for Zappy to go back oh, in. Oh, there's healthy competition now. There is some real competition, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, oh, absolutely not. If, yeah, if Mac feels it, he'll play better. And if, to, to his credit, He's not shy of competition with on his own team. He went to Alabama and he played behind big time guys. So to his credit, he's used to this sort of thing. So maybe he responds. Maybe this is the best case scenario for him. But to go go back to your um, to go back to your point about the offense looking good, how much of that do you put on the walking nutsack of Patricia and Judge being forced to, to dial it down with the rookie quarterback, maybe finding maybe maybe finding their identity on accident because they the offense <clears throat> i agree with you i agree with everything you said it was scattered mac jones was uh falling away his mechanics were shit because he was afraid of getting hit the offensive line was putrid um zappy's had all day to throw and, and don't get me wrong his pocket presence has made my pocket presence lift uh, in ways that i haven't seen in years however i think if they did some similar stuff with mac jones we might be singing a different tune for him. If they just dial it back to some of the stuff they were doing last year, we might be singing a different tune. I would love, I I hope that's the case. It's just, is it that thing where like a quarterback gets, he's seeing ghosts where when he gets back there and he's bailing, Zappy's not bailing right now. He's calm. I'm with you. Uh, Yeah. And that might be the case. And, and, um, luckily as much as we've shit on Belichick for some of his personnel decisions on the coaching staff, at least, I still believe I don't think he's going to be forced pressured from anybody to make the call he thinks right on the quarterback. So he did it with Blesso. He did it with Blesso. Everyone yeah, wanted no. Blesso to come back. He in. wanted to do it with Brady. He finally yeah. did it with Brady. He wanted to do it six years prior. He, yeah. he kind of did. He kind of did do it, and then Kraft stopped him. Right. Right. So I have total faith in that. But I I do think he believes and wants Mac to be the guy. I think that he knows, and this is from listening to Paul Perillo's, the Bedards of the world. Like they're seeing some routes. They're seeing some uh, decision-making from Zappi. The first, um, the first drive for the, for the Patriots after the interception where Hunter Henry stepped out of bounds and they called the touchdown back. I guess, according to the professionals, they, he had Hunter Henry on the first read, just a classic Brady, mm hike the ball, throw to the tight end on the seam, touchdown from one yard away, mm-hmm. missed him. So that type of shit, we don't know how much that's, of mm-hmm. that is going on. And I said this to you on Monday, Ray. I went back, Bobby, and watched the Baltimore game and then watched the Cleveland game just mm-hmm. to kind because of, I wanted to see, like, am I remembering Mac Jones right? Because I was with you. I'm like, I think his form sucks compared to Zappi. No, he can he can throw it better than Zappi. And he reads the defense mm-hmm. and he calls audibles and he's making quicker decisions. Like if you have time, just YouTube those two, you can you can kind of see it. So I think Belichick probably wants Mac mm. for that reason, but he's not willing to he's not willing to give us a confirmation. And we got a tweet today from Doug Kide Keed. Sure. Uh that Mac's 85 to 90 percent healthy. And everybody expects him to play on Monday night. Belichick is still not willing that to means commit. He ain't playing. He ain't, if everyone expects him to play, who's the message? Who's the message going to? Who's the message coming from? Right? Is that Max saying I want to play and Belichick holding him out? What for? What do we read into that? I think it's Max Camp saying, "Yeah, I'm ready to go. I want my starting job back." And Bill's over there going, "You're not going to fucking tell me what to do. Go fuck yourself, kid. You've been the one talking shit about this offense. Your demeanor all offseason was piss poor, and you expect me just to give you your job back after this kid has come in here and won us two games, has uh, over 100 passer rating right now? Yeah. Sit behind the kid and take some humble soup, and then I'll put you in when I'm ready to put you in. A little cup of soup, humble soup. Cup of soup. You agree, Bobby? I agree. No, I think it much more behooves Mac. I mean, as long as Belichick's winning games, he's going to get the fucking credit no matter what happens. Either he gets the credit when Mac wins or when Zappy wins, he'll take the credit. So Mac is the one with everything to lose. Yep, I agree with you. Zappy is everything to gain. Yeah, I I would. I Yeah, I agree with you. I would just say I think there's there's certainly a bad game coming for Zappy. Of so course. Wh- what happens, to, what happens to the fever when that happens? You know, and I bet it looks 
ugly because those r- ugly rookie games are ugly. Four picks. Except it's picks. not going to happen because he's the fucking best quarterback in the league and he's going <laughs> to fucking drop his nutsack on whoever he plays. So don't fucking talk bad about him again. Apologies. Apologies. <laughs> See the sweat? There's a, sl- there's a sleep deprivation right there. Here he comes. Here comes Bobby. He's fucking irritable over here, irritable. too. Irritable. <laughs> uh, speaking of irritable, let me give you some statistics on this Patriots defense, which uh, top 10, top five. I think, Ray, you put them in top five with an exclamation point, not a question mark. Mm-hmm. Here's your statistics across the league. Uh, they're ninth in points allowed, 15th in yards allowed, 22nd in passing touchdowns, 17th in passing yards, 17th in rushing yards allowed, 22nd in rushing carries, uh, rushing yards per carry. They're fifth in touchdowns al- allowed, rushing, uh, third in takeaways, and second in penalties committed. Keep that in mind. All those 12 penalties, they're all the offense because the mm-hmm. defense doesn't commit penalties. But that that little string there, 15th in yards allowed, 22nd in passing touchdowns, 17th in passing yards, 17th in rushing Dolphins yards. Dolphins game. It's a Dolphins game that made it all go up. They didn't have that much yardage-wise. Ty- Tyreek and uh, Waddle went off, didn't they? No. No. That was the famous Belichick oh. press conference. Waddle, Waddle went off on one play. Yardage wise, we were neck and neck with the Dolphins. That's what he said after the game. No, they mm. kept the Dolphins in check. That's why I proclaimed their top five <laughs> season. Mm. No, I don't. I think. Um, well, who'd they who'd they play after that? They lost to uh, Steelers. They played the Steelers, Steelers and then they lost to Baltimore. Yeah. Baltimore was a big yardage game. Baltimore was a big touchdown game. Lamar, yeah, Lamar, 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 Lamar just himself. ran all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but do I you mean, think, Bob? Do you think those numbers lead at lend to any credence? My main question is, um, how good were they against the Browns? And do you think, you know, they can continue to be this good? No, I think with the Patriots numbers, they're a different defense every game. They change exactly what they're going to do to the team they play. And it's Patriots defenses are they'll they will destroy the bad teams the past two weeks and they will give up plays against good teams. It doesn't mean that they won't make plays to win, but like statistics with the Patriots, especially after five, six games, it's like, I don't know. I get, you just got to watch the games. Maybe the one to take, the one to take from it is total yards allowed because that's probably the number one stat because if you're just giving up the less amount of yards, you're theoretically going to give up the least amount of points. Well, that's, that's what the, the NFL. That would, that yeah, well, that, that's to. what the NFL determines their rankings on. But I'd I'd say what Belichick has always told us is it's points and turnovers. And right now, mm-hmm. right now they're ninth in points and they're third in takeaways. So mm-hmm. you know it's the classic let a let him who's, go the, who's the Colts 20. running back that ran for like two hundred and eighty yards on him? They just gave Taylor him. Jonathan Taylor. No, it was years ago. It was it was with Peyton Manning. Oh. Um, Edron James, maybe Edron James went for like maybe, uh, whoever it was. They just they just put like nine guys in the in the uh, in the secondary. Anyway, the point was, you know, you can march up and down the field twenty to twenty, but if I make you kick field goals and I score two field goals, so you're gonna win the game. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I I've been on them all year. I think their defense is has the potential to be excellent. I told Ray this on Monday. You're a cornerback away. You're a number one cornerback away. How can they get that in a trade? Here's your trade rumors. Fucking awesome segue, Rich. That was great. Thank that you. I think they're smooth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's your here's your three names. These are the, these are the three guys that could bring something back if you can move them. The number one is Bourne, Kendrick Bourne. Now dealing with turf toe, won't need surgery, but uh, turf toe generally doesn't go away, so that diminishes. Um, but you clear about two point eight million. He's a number two on some teams. Maybe a number three. He's a service wide receiver. His stock is certainly low. Um, but the Packers and Raiders are confirmed interested. Obviously, you got old boy, old buddy Mc, um, um, McDaniel's. Thank you. I told you. My brain just stops <laughs> all of a sudden. Uh, and then oh, Rodgers, when I'm Pat McAfee show, have you guys been keeping up with Aaron Rodgers in the in the media this year? He's crazy. Somewhat. He just fucking says. Whatever he wants. Not a lot of. I don't understand sense. why he is continuing to play football. It's crystal clear he doesn't care. No, and his haircut drives me insane. Is it because he I has hair? Like the Nick, I like the he Nick Cage. He cut it all That off. wasn't bad. <laughs> but when he wears his hat in the back, like the wings come out the side or like tuck around his mm. ears, but it's bald. It's like a skullet. Yeah. Oh, God, and he's just ugly. Uh, here's what he said. Quote, I trust that they'll, talking about the uh, GM, I trust that they'll be in the mix on certain guys like that they like, Roger said on the Pat McAfee show. As always, it comes down to an uh, this is, this is why I he's just so 
fucking not a tool. As always, it comes down to need, price, cost of the, those certain players. But I know Brian's going to do what he best for the football team. And if he feels like adding a guy or two to the mix, I'm sure they'll try to make that happen. I just want to put that because I think need, price, cost from an NFL quarterback. Shut the fuck up, Aaron. Just like go throw the ball. Jesus Christ. He's dating a witch. How dare you? I think Raiders are a Isn't real. Isn't she like Earth, Wind, and Fire? Isn't that her name? Something her name like that? Blue, Blue Earth. Earth. Blue of Earth, yes. Huge Bobby. Bobby. Huge Earth. tits on this girl. Hey. Huge tits. Breasts. Breasticles. Um, that's confirmed. The, oh, the, Raiders, yeah. the Raiders and McDaniels are a legitimate uh, possibility here. They are struggling. McDaniels needs wins. Uh, Renfro is dealing with concussion. They don't really have a third guy there. Um, the Adams has been doubled and triple teamed and David Carr kind of, um, Derek Carr kind of stinks. So can they swing a deal? What do they have in the secondary? Can, would Bill make that move? He's going for draft picks. Belichick should call up Josh McDaniels to personally tell him to fuck off. That's what he should do. Okay. Personally. He says, hey, Josh, oh, you need a receiver. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's what he should do. Except it would be a little bit more calm. It'd be like, yeah, Josh and Bill here. <clears throat> yeah, fuck off. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Was that so, Butthead? No. <laughs> it is pretty fucking that was, cool. a, that was a combination of Bill Belichick and Butthead from Amazing Butthead. It was pretty good. <laughs> it was very good. Wait, so is that a, is that a, uh, is that, a, you, are you speaking of you don't want to trade Kendrick Bourne or you just think no, McDaniels can fuck I think off? we should, well, if we're talking, both. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, so, I'll give you the other two guys on the list, and you can tell me about your trade rumors. So Nelson Aguilar is the other. Yes. He has too many wide receivers. Nelson Aguilar carries a nine million dollar cap hit. Good luck. And then Isaiah Wynn carries yes. a ten million dollar cap hit. Uh, he should just be cut. Uh, those are your those are your big names, and uh, you can go from there. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah. with Wynn and Cannon, it's like they're one tackle, so I don't think they're going to get rid of them. I think those two players make one actual player. Yeah. This last year on his deal, on his, on his rookie deal, get rid of him. See what you can get for assets in return. You're real thin. Your next guy's could juice. Yeah. Nobody. So, yeah, it's just, well, you can trade, you can trade Aguilar or Bourne and see what you can get for an offensive tackle in that uh, trade. Yeah. So t- let's talk about the return. I don't know NFL markets enough to tell you what they should get back for him, but I know what their needs are. Right tackle, and if you really want to make a move, if you really want to make a run, um, big time cornerback, big time cornerback. You think right. they need a big uh, a corner more than a pass rusher? I see them as needing an edge guy opposite Judon more. No, I think uh, Dietrich Wise is is proven to be okay. Barmore is is being a menace. Judon, if he can, is amazing. Um, I think if you we I've I've we've seen in multiple iterations. If you give Bill, Bill Belichick a number one cornerback from Ty Law to Samuel to Talib to Revis to um, Stephon Gilmore, you have Super Bowl caliber defenses. He he can take that one cornerback mm. and then set up the rest of his defense. And the rest of your secondary is good. It's just not good enough. Nobody's good enough to play that. The sound of silence over there, Jonathan Jones, is like you, Bill Belichick shits out number two cornerbacks in this system and then lets other assholes like LA chargers pay $82 million for the JC Jacksons looks, of the world to get benched. That does look, that looks genius. It really does. But he can't create number ones. He always buys yeah. number ones. Mm. So if you're looking to compete and you're looking to contend either this year or next year, I think that they shouldn't be in the market for a number one next year, next year. cornerback. Well, if it's available, though, you have to jump on it because they don't always. Of course, mm-hmm. but I think I think with all the money you're getting in the cap, uh, and that's not a rookie either. You can't draft that guy. No, you got to go pick him up in the off season, free agency. That that's that's kind of they I've take just time seen to the philosophy the happen. Yeah. yeah. Except, well, we'll if see. If, except if you're Jack Jones. <laughs> that's my boy. Obviously, future that's my Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer, fourth round pick, Jack Jones, uh, hey, and then lastly. Bill Belichick tied uh, George Hallis for the second overall uh, wins uh, wins from a head coach. Uh, he will look to break that record Monday against George Hallis's uh, Bears, which is uh, Bears. basically a guarantee. Uh, let's throw it over to headlines with the obvious. 
Uh, thank you there, Richard. The Boston Celtics opened the 2022 season with a win against the 76ers. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum scored 34, 35 points each, good enough for the second highest point total for a Celtics opener, uh, second only to Jalen Brown's 45-point night last season. This just in, the Jays are good. This also just in, and beats a bitch. The Patriots came out of Cleveland with a win, and the Chills' zappy fever is settling in. The rookie threw for over 300 yards and two TDs in a 38-15 win. Bill Belichick moved to second all-time in wins for head coach in the NFL, passing or about to pass George House. The Patriots take on the ever-dangerous and devastating ankle injury waiting to happen to kill Harry and the Chicago you said Chicago Browns. It's the Chicago Bears on Monday Night Football. Troy Aikman will look to remove his foot from his mouth before Joe Buck and Justin Fields put us to sleep. But who will be behind center for the Patriots? Reports from multiple sources have stated that as Mac Jones returns, but Bel- Bill Belichick has yet to name a starter. It's going to be uh, zappy fever. The Bruins dropped their back-to-back against the Ottawa Senators on Tuesday night. They also have yet to play defense. Jeremy Swayman allowed 40 goals before getting yanked in the second period. And the championship series are set in the MLB. Padres versus Phillies in a classic East Coast versus West Coast matchup. And the Yankees versus Astros in a classic ISIS attack wish list matchup. This has been Headlines with the Obvious One. Back to you, Richard. No, he's irritable. He's irritable. Slow down. You fucking read the Chicago Browns? Do you do that on one typo? Are you modulated? Why do you sound like garbage? I am sick. You're yelling. I, I went to Grant's house. I was got I got sick. I got a cold now. You got the zappy fever. You got the zappy fever. Dirty ass Grant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zappier Mac. It doesn't matter in Chicago because the Bears stink. Uh, they just lost Thursday Night Football twelve to seven to the Commanders. Oh, what a fucking disgrace oh. of a game. Uh, there are other losses. Go ahead. This is how bad that game was. I was in the hospital overnight, and I still chose not to watch that fucking game. Okay? <laughs> in the hospital with nothing else to fucking do. Still didn't watch it. Yeah. No, I won't either. Put on uh, Price is Right. This is when relegation needs to come in the NFL. The Bears should be relegated. Well, an owner's about to get relegated. We'll get there. Um, they can't. Yeah, this is where t- relegation becomes tough. Do you really relegate the Chicago Bears? If you suck, yeah. who gives a fuck? I know, and that's that's a tough franchise to go bye bye. Uh, wait, wait, wait. How is that a tough franchise to go bye bye? There's a lot of history. Yeah, a lot of history. Start doing Bears. something with it. Yeah, the do something now. You got to put another team in Chicago. Like mm-hmm. Chicago can't go without a football team. So would point. you take Jacksonville? Promote the Jacksonville Bring up the Cubs. Jacksonville doesn't fucking matter because the city doesn't matter. The people down there. That's don't what I'm matter. saying. So Cut take Jacksonville off and fuck them off. Jacksonville put them up to <laughs> the Chicago Jaguars. No, well, if you have relegation, then you need to have an entirely different league. You need to have another XFL teams down like there. A, like an XFL. Yeah, but the, yeah, no, does XFL have a team CFL. in Chicago? If they get relegated, they got to mm-hmm. go to Canada. Fuck them. Okay, make it have some real consequences. Hey, Nikhil, enjoy Saskatchewan, eh? Exactly. <laughs> Look at devastating ankle injury. <laughs> then I know that's a very inside joke and really only made me laugh. But when Nikhil Harry went to Chicago, uh, I think I asked Bill what, what he was doing in Chicago. He said, oh, he's out. Uh, they said he has a devastating ankle injury. <laughs> it just made me laugh so mad. He sucks so bad. Um, so do the Giants. Their other losses came against the Packers, Giants, and uh, I'm sorry, the Bear, the Bears. I'm talking about their losses came against the Packers, Giants, and Vikings. No slouch teams, I guess, uh, except for the Packers have kind of shown us their true colors. Uh, they did get a win against the 49ers in week one against Trey Lance, in the is the most shittiest quarterback in the NFL. We called that, and I finally saw that little tool bag on TikTok, and I can't wait to start a fight on TikTok with that little cunt. Have fun with that, right? Thank you. Uh, they also, their other win came against the Texans. Uh, let me just give you uh, some statistics and tell me how bad the Bears stink, okay? Um, the Bears' defense is 31st in rushing yards allowed. Um, the Pats are 10th <laughs> in rushing yards in the league, so expect a lot of Ramadama Ding Dong this game. Mm-hmm. They are 30th in rushing touchdowns allowed. They are third in passing yards and fifth which is, in passing touchdowns. Which is weird. Maybe, yeah, maybe because maybe everyone just, just runs on them. Blown out so bad that 
they want to get the fuck out of there so everyone just runs on them so they can get the game over quick yeah middle of the pack in uh interceptions 17th and 25th in sacks so not a whole lot of pressure for zappy or mac to deal with might be a perfect situation for old uh bailey zappy classic zappy game classic 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 zappy the bears offense dead last in pass attempts at 19 32nd in uh, passing yards they are 30th in passing touchdowns justin fields ladies and gentlemen and Nag- is Nagy still there? How does no. he still have? No. Oh, no. They, new guys. guys, they guys, new guys. Yeah, I can't pronounce the guy's name, the GM, at least. I forget who his name is. Um, either way, they still suck. 30th in passing touchdowns, second in rushing yards, fourth in rushing attempts, 13th in rushing touchdowns. So they run the ball as f- the fourth most in the league. They get the second most yards and they can't score any touchdowns. Matt, Matt Eberfluss. Eberfluss. There you go. Yeah, that was, that was not going to come to me. Um, they stink. They stink out loud. Uh, Justin Fields against Bill Belichick should just be an absolute train wreck. And if that run defense is as bad as the stat- statistics tell us there are, then that is fucking wheelhouse city for this Patriots team. 200 yards for uh, Rama Ding Dong. Go ahead. Your thoughts on... Uh, give me your thoughts. Give me your predictions on Bears-Patriots. It's going to be one of these. Oh, snooze fest. You're not going to have to watch past halftime. Is that uh, racist? They're Cleveland, they're the Guardians. So show some respect. They're not the Indians anymore. You son of a bitch, Raymond. It says Yon Fest. Apologies. Yeah, you kind of snuck it in there. You always got to sneak them in there. Uh, I'll give you two predictions. One with Bailey Zappi. If Zappi's the quarterback, I see a 42-3 game. If Max's in there, uh, 17-6. Okay, two predictions coming out of uh, Big Mac camp. Robert? The only thing interesting in this game is who plays quarterback for the Patriots, who rolls out there and what happens. If Mac plays every single drop back, he's going to get judged compared to Bailey Zappi. That's the most interesting thing in this game. I think the Patriots win. I mean, I don't think it's going to be like a, a complete blow. I don't see them having three blowouts in a game in a row. I think they win probably convincingly something like 26, 13, something like that. But I don't, I don't know if it's going to be another straight out blowout, but they win. Yeah, I think um, who's quarterback, yeah, Bobby? Who's, who's playing quarterback? I th- I think it'll be Mac Jones. They said it was a four to six week injury. This is four weeks, so I would assume he would come back at the as early as possible. If is it is it smart? Is this the game to bring back Mac? Putting the zappy fever away. If Belichick looks at the schedule and has to take the Jets a little bit seriously, isn't this the game to bring him back? Run the ball thirty five times. Get him back into nineteen. The swing Get the play action I going. So. Mm-hmm. I think it is. Um, that being said, I think the defense gets a score. I think that bumps you up and in, into the third. Yeah, I think you're like 33 to 33 to 13. I think it is a blowout. I think they. I think because the defense had tax on six. So, um, the Bears fucking suck. <laughs> the Bears yeah, fucking bad. suck. How does that scheduling go? It up will to be this interesting, though. I'll give you this. I'll give you this. B- Bailey Vap- uh, Bailey Zappy fever. That 38-point game last week against the Browns, I can see the defense doing something very similar in terms of turnovers against the Bears. And if Mac Jones in that offense can't connect in the red zone like Zappi and the offense did on those co- on those touchdowns uh, off turnovers, then, yeah, you're, <laughs> here comes the noise. Here comes the Zappi buzz, Zappi zzz. So even if they win, even if they win convincingly 26 to 13, Bobby, but they settle for three field goals off turnovers because Mac can't punch it in. Here comes the buzz. If Zappy hits Tyquan Thornton for the 75 yard touchdown, everybody's going to collectively lose their shit. That's what's going to happen. Okay. And then it's a hook and ladder. It's it's a hook and ladder to Marcus Jones right after. So they both score and then everybody gets what they want. Mac and Sophie are selling their house if that happens. See ya. Chess first checkers, baby. Uh, mm-hmm. Quick break. Back to some Celtics talk. Good pause. It's helpful. You know what? If you didn't say good pause, it would have been a lot better. It's a little like uh, the Wizard of Oz. I'm showing you what's behind the curtain. I know what's behind the curtain. Your mother's Your ass. mother's roast beef curtains. 
<laughs> Damn it. Uh, I'll just beep your part out. Thanks. Okay. Uh, Celtics opener. They take down the putrid 76ers. What a trash team. What a trash organization. Cunty. Guys, Cunty 76ers. God, they're so annoying. The most, uh, what they say in the broadcast, like something like 600 games against the Celtics and the 76ers against each other. Most in NBA history. They have they played each other the most. Um, 126 to 117 was the win. Tatum and Brown, 35 points apiece. Tatum with 12 boards, four uh, assists. Uh, Brown kicked in three boards and two assists. I'll just give my takeaways. Jays are very good. Let's start there. You see anything, Bobby? How much do you get to watch most of the game, or were you? I was actually it? watching the game, but I was like half in, half out. At one point, I was staring down at the baby and looked up at Marcus Smart's fighting Joel Embiid. That's actually my number one takeaway from the game that I recall. But go ahead yeah, on that. I'm go ahead on. Go, we can start on the Embiid's a bitch and Marcus Smart's a tool. We can start on that. Yeah, he's he's annoying. I mean, just Embiid. So. The Celtics' number one weakness is their lack of an interior presence with their top two interior guys currently injured. You wouldn't have known. You had that Noah Vondelay guy. He's terrible out there. It, it didn't, he didn't even – you wouldn't even know. You would think that he would exploit that weakness. Didn't even matter. Literally didn't matter. You're talking about Embiid now. Uh, yeah, the, the yeah. fact that Embiid is there. He's their best player, possibly the best big man. Celtics are down their top two front court players, and it didn't matter. Yeah, I hate watching him play so bad. Uh, but that smart verse, uh, smart Embiid scuffle there. Um, Marcus Smart goes for the steal. Embiid clamps his arm. Marcus Smart flops. Then he kind of taps Embiid's leg, and that big O falls down. He flops. Jalen Brown <laughs> comes running in. There's pointing. And then Marcus Smart had this whopper after the game. This Maybe I'll pull the audio for the show. This is oh hello, where are you going? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Um, this is this is incredible, incredible first game of the season. If there's one thing that's gonna take this team down, it's not the Robert Williams injury, it's Marcus Smart and his stupid, stupid ego and his dumb brain. Here's what he said about that scuffle. Quote: I went for a rebound, a basketball play. Smart said of the incident, went for the steal, basketball play. Referee blows his whistle, calls a foul. I stop play. My arm's still stuck in there, and he tries to break it. And then I'm the only guy who gets a tech. If I did that, I'd probably be ejected, suspended three games, four games, fines. But the fact that I was the only one to get something out of it is kind of beyond me. I'm the defending defensive player of the year. He actually said defending DPOY. <laughs> the defending DPOY. That's how I get treated. It's tough, but it's like I said, it's maturity. I could have cracked his head open, but I didn't. And that's the maturity we have. <laughs> so we move on, and it is what it is. <laughs> uh, How can you keep this guy on this fucking team? This guy's 29 uh, years old. He's 20, or is he 28? Whatever. Like, he's not a kid. Mm -hmm. He's a grown adult. He's been in the league for nine seasons. And he literally gives himself credit in the third person. I'm the DPOY gets treated like that. Nah, man, it's cool. It's just my maturity. I could have cracked his head open it, but no, I'm mature. I'm too mature for that now. It's all good. What a fucking idiot. The guy really is. He's really an idiot. I mean, what the JC and this guy and why he hasn't gotten him out of this fucking organization is beyond me. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. Don't worry, man. I'm mature. That's why I didn't crack his fucking open. Who wouldn't want that guy in the locker room? He's clearly entertaining. Okay. Who else are you going to hang out with? I, th I, uh, anybody. I think, <laughs> yeah. Anybody except for Kyrie Irving and Geno Smith. Marcus Smart's third on my list of hateable people. I think, uh, so there's the story that the, that, uh, Tatum and Brown were invited to do the sports illustrated cover and they invited Marcus smart to come. Cause they knew that he'd piss his pants and not getting invited. Right. Yeah. I think Tatum and Brown now six, seven seasons into this with this fucking tool bag, understand the value that he is on the court and they have to manage him on the court and they have to manage him off the court and kudos to them. Talk about the Why would you do that, though? Why would you want to do that? Well, I think, and this is from reports, I think they are friends. Like, I think off the court, just in terms of, like, I think they like each other. So there's that. And then I think, look, say what you want. 
when Marcus Smart plays his role, he's a difference maker. He's good. Um, obviously, he can he can step out of that role and, and cost you some games, but they they probably see that. They probably see that. And, but I think the bigger point is they're learning how to manage him, literally manage him. So I don't know what what's your take on the on the uh, Jays, Raymond? Did you, you got uh, strong? Jason got strong, and the one thing that you called two years ago was Jay, uh, Tatum's weakness, driving to the hole and not being able to finish. He was finishing last night, and he looked good. He looked strong. They kept saying in the whole broadcast that, you know, you put on some more muscle, look at him, how strong he's going to the hole. That one part of his game, he's actually worked on, and he's gotten a lot better at. Uh, Jason and uh, Tatum and Jalen Brown were 21. I think you lost your mic, Ray. I think your computer audio. There were 21 of 24 inside the three-point arc in that game, 84%, whatever that is. I have been calling that for many years. I've been saying Tatum needs to develop a back-to-the-basket offensive game in the post or on the elbow. And just – he did this two or three times last night. If you're inside the three and you get a guy – like he's 6'10", just rise up and shoot the jumper. Like what – he makes it for for, um, a number of years as he's coming to this league, he's just made it so hard on himself to uh, create offense – and um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully that continues, right? I'd still like, like he does that, like kind of semi Euroy slices into the <laughs> lane and kind of does like a like falling away finger roll thing. I'd like his. Yeah, but everyone does like that him. in the league. Everyone does that in the league now. The Euro. Jalen Brown doesn't do it. Jalen Brown goes hard, oh, and he pump fakes mm. and he easy layups. Watch Jalen Brown around the rim compared to Jason Tatum. Jalen, he fixed this. Jalen Brown added this to his game like three seasons ago. He gets to the rim. He has body control. He gets a pump fake. He gets a layup. Like, watch him compared to Tatum. Tatum's got to be all in one motion. His body control kind of loses it when he gets around the rim sometimes. So, in the air, he has less body control. Right. Right. Um, Yeah. But if he can, like, I hate to say Carmelo Anthony, but like, if he can develop that type of mid range, just rise up and shoot the jumper, dude. You're taller than everybody. Mm -hmm. Just rise up and shoot it. I thought in feet. general they prioritized the mid-range non-three-point game a little bit last night. I thought they were shooting less threes. Instead of just like going for like dunks and threes, I thought they were kind of working the middle of the floor a little bit more. Yeah, and certainly a lot of uh, transition baskets that was made. Uh, uh, that was a heavy point made by the broadcast. Joe Mazzula wants to run. He wants to get out there and, and push they the ball. They fucking ran. They were pushing they it last did. night. Especially if you're going to have small lineups. You know, you could tell that they're a quicker team. They're up, up and down the court. Uh, Philadelphia looked a little uh, tired in the second half, but Philadelphia looked out of shape. Their guys look fat. How dare you fat shame. James Harden said How he lost a hundred pounds. How dare you fat shame you son Nothing of a bitch? Nothing better than fat shaming. I feel better already about myself. <laughs> you got him by those fat you fucks. Fat bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, yeah. Speaking of fat bitches, I, I just can't. Embiid's the softest whistle in the league. Horford got screwed on. Several. Uh, Harden's right behind him. They give that guy every fucking. They that, how many four point plays did he get a chance at? Three of them. Well, what with was that, the best play when he fucking shimmied? He got Marcus Smart with a push off, and they didn't call it. And he shimmied and then fucking airballed it. That was fucking classic. Yeah, they're they're absolute trash. Uh, it doesn't seem like the Udoka scandal has affected this team to this point. They seem focused. They seem Old locked news. in. And uh, Missoula seems legit off the uh, off the first game. Yeah, and they doused him with water after his uh, post game uh, speech in the locker room. So yeah, they they're all they're all bored of the Missoula train. How about Brogdon? He looked good, efficient. Both guards were efficient off the bench. Williams and Brogdon. Brogdon has that old man game. He's just like he doesn't look like he's moving fast. Everything looks deliberate, but he gets it done. And he just has these, like, few moves. It's like you know that he's going to do it, but he just fucking does it, and it makes it look good. It's like, it is like it is like an old man game. It looks like a men's 30-plus out there when he's playing, but he's he was efficient. Did you, guys like that, did you guys like that starting lineup last night? I did because – and here's why. There's two reasons. Number one, you're so shallow in the front court. You need help. They, like Vondelay, Vondelay Industries As soon as Horford got hurt, um, not hurt, uh, foul trouble, I was like, holy fuck, this kid sucks. I don't, this he's kid not, I don't know if he's an NBA caliber player. 
No, it, it gave him 20 minutes. Like, good for you, man. But, like, he looked lost. They had there. to because all the foul trouble. Grant I know. Williams and Grant Williams. Trouble. Al Horford got in foul trouble, so they had to play him that much. Grant Williams, I thought, played a great game. Um, he solidified himself as a uh, as the solid 3 and D role player in the NBA. He should get his extension or get his contract. He, he's an excellent player off the bench. 15 points. And this is this, to my point, Ray, I like the lineup because I like Brogdon and Grant Williams off the bench. If you don't have that off the bench, you know, I get you. you Derek White, Babe Pritchard can't do that for you. Derek yeah, White and Grant Williams is not Malcolm Brogdon and, Derek, and Grant Williams. So um, I think that's important. That's not how you should finish the game. I don't finish the game at Derek White. Brogdon oh, should be no. out there, but throughout the game and, and working your rotations, Brogdon and they had they had one lineup out there that lasted about two and a half minutes. No, no Tatum, no Brown, no Smart, no Brogdon. It was Peyton, like Peyton Pritchard, Derek White, Vondelay yeah. Industries, and they got torched. And then Jalen Brown came in and kind of set them straight. I don't know what Missoula was doing, just kind of seeing if he can stretch stretch let's, it out I mean, for a second. This goes. Let's roll you, think, nice. you think Missoula is trying to save old man Brogdon by playing Derek White instead, just letting him like kill some minutes early in the season? No, I think he's managing egos, and I think that he mm-hmm. is um, establishing his bench. I think Brogdon mm-hmm. is your bench. Imagine if you had Brogdon last year, you you're a champion. Mm-hmm. You win, mm-hmm. probably, and you're probably going to win this year. Hey, no. Uh, that that a lot of that will depend on old Time Lord setting himself up again. Dude. The latest injury report from Dude. the ever reliable Celtics Health Department: Robert Williams now not expected back to the second half of the season, whatever that means. So we've gone from four week injury. Actually, we've gone from last spring to uh, torn MCL, can't do any more damage to it. Just play through the playoffs. To wait four months, have surgery right before the season. Four-week recovery, six to eight-week recovery, maybe 12. All right, we'll see him after the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. That, that was planned. But if he – so it sucks, though, because you can't have him play great and then trade him because now he's coming in the second half. The trade deadline's already going to pass, so you don't – or pretty close to it. So you're not going to be able to have a very good tape on him, see how well he's doing with the knee. So you're keeping him. You're, you're not trading this guy in the midseason. Not in midseason. You would package him in the offseason anyway. You wouldn't trade Robert Williams at the trade deadline. You're a championship team. But you you take him and package Derek Williams, Derek White's money. You're looking at a max almost a max contract. Throw some mm-hmm. other fodder in there and you're looking at a at a max deal. Um oh man, I'd move on from Robert Williams so fucking mm-hmm. fast if someone wants to take him and give some in return. Especially if we get a ring. Fuck yeah. See you later, dude. Yeah. You guys are um, fucking negativity. You guys would be positive. This team looked great last night. That was a great win playing the 76ers, which is one of the toughest, uh, one of your toughest uh, opponents in the East. You should be happy right now. Instead, you guys are fucking negative, tired. They're missing a guy. They need one more guy. They need front court help. Yeah, they need one more guy. They need Danilo Gallinari. They, they, they signed the guy, then he got hurt. They got uh, let, did you not see Blake Griffin give solid minutes last night? Like Griffin looked fucking lost too. Let me see fucking. Let me see the white boy. Show me Hauser. Show me Doogie Hauser out there. He was out. He wasn't out there very long. No, he was out there in that in that lineup. I and he was the guy that stepped out for Jalen yep. Brown. He never touched the ball. Nope. Uh, yeah. Him. Bobby's right. They're they're missing a guy. Let's see how they look. Friday in Miami. They need they need front court help. Yeah. yeah. And I did read a report. I did read a report today, and maybe we can thank Udoka for this. Wick Grossbeck has come out publicly and said that I've given Brad Stevens carte blanche money wise to go win a win a championship. So fuck your tax, uh, your tax uh, exemption. Yeah, whatever. Spend the money, get who you need, get what you need, go win the championship. If if you didn't have that negative PR from Udoka, I don't I don't know. I don't know if he's spending that money. He might just try to uh, gut it out. We need to buy uh, Matt Patricia a hooker then. So then Kraft's all aboard about that, too. Get some negative PR down there in Foxborough. Listen, we don't need Matt Patricia to do it. Kraft will do that all on his own. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but he won't feel sorry for himself and spend a lot of money. We got to get a fucking fat ass <laughs> that with a terrible beard and Big Mac sauce all over it. Fucking whores down there in Foxborough so he can spend some money. Hooka. I bet Joe Judge is more likely. No, he looks angry. That's exactly the type of guy that would buy a hooker. Yeah, Ryan. Uh... 
uh, who's the Dodgers pitcher that'll never pitch again? That Bill Bill likes. He's on the Braun. Braun. No, that's Ryan Braun. Uh God Braun. damn it. The guy that that beat the shit out of the girl, donkey punched the girl, yeah. and uh, spent oh, suspended. he's like the, the closer or something. Bauer, Trevor Bauer. Oh, Trevor Bauer, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, Joe Judge is a Trevor Bauer kind of sexual predator. I bet you he gets pegged. Heard it. Damn lunch. <laughs> Uh, we're going to combine uh, the next segment in Simple Minds Sports. So we're going to go uh, to the Simple Minds of the Week uh, right after this. Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. <laughs> we're going to we're going to start with Jerry Jones and the NFL owners in these uh, <laughs> these votes that they have going on. Um, the first one was a 31 to one vote by the NFL owners to essentially extend um, uh, Goodell as commissioner. Robert Goodell has made $128 million in the past two seasons as NFL commissioner. He's gone from, how is it uh, explained? Basically from a salary of however many million to bonuses for how well the NFL does, which uh, spoiler alert, really fucking well, $10 billion a year. Well, $128 million. Jerry Jones says, fuck that son of a bitch. I ain't paying him any more money. He was the one guy in the league that can't see through the trees that Robert, Roger Goodell takes it on the chin better than anybody I've ever seen in my entire life. That guy is a um, walking punching bag. Have you seen Bill's mom? She could take it on the chin pretty fucking good. He's not even here. Fuck him. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't know how this transpired, but the uh, the uh, the sound clip out of that meeting was Jerry Jones to Robert Kraft, our very own Robert Kraft. Jerry Jones said, quote, don't fuck with me. Robert Kraft replied, excuse me. And Jerry Jones tucked his fucking tail and said, uh, I'm sorry, or don't mess with me, I think is what was quoted. What? What? Oh, I, 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 I need to know. Is he losing his mind? Yeah. Because he was also he's starting to get a little senile. Or was that his massage therapist that Mr. Kraft saw down there in Florida? So we, also, we also had the the uh, the sound clip from the from the Dan Snyder fiasco going on. Um, ba, 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 ba. They're voting on that, too. Jim Irsay was speaking out on that. And he said, I think that we all have the 24 votes it takes to vote Dan Snyder out. However, Dan Snyder has in his back pocket. Basically, I got dirt all on every one of you guys, uh, including Goodell. Mm. And I'll take you all down. Uh, oh, here it is. An ESPN report also claims that Snyder threatened to, quote, blow up Jerry Jones and several NFL owners, as well as Commissioner Roger Goodell, and that he exits. Uh, exists among the hate-driven, quote, mafia of owners, all causing Snyder to say they can't fuck with me. You got a royal rumble going on right now with these 36 billionaires, Robert. These guys are riled up. I'll tell you what. Wow. Good for them. What is what is Jerry Jones' fucking problem? Why doesn't he want... Someone has some really good dirt on problem, something that we don't even think about. Is he's going to die soon. That's his problem. Mm. He's pissed. Do you think, like, <laughs> do you think he's killed a hooker? Yes. He hasn't. Somebody else did. And he was associated with the event. He's, he's like Whitey Bulger. He doesn't fucking do it. He has uh, his uh, mercenaries do it for he him. He spent COVID on a yacht with hoods, like actual hookers. We're just on a yacht and COVID. He was in the sea. He was like, like a villain in a yeah. Bond movie at sea, avoiding the plague with a bunch of hookers. Why would you? Why would you villainize this guy? Sounds amazing. I'm, villain, I'm just trying to get to the bottom of it. Right? I'm a I'm a seeker of truth. Okay. If that's the so dirt they have on him, who gives a fuck? His, let's go into his mind if those are the sort of things you do <laughs> I mean, what yeah. could he be doing next i'm dive right, right into now. the mind of someone that would do that okay dive what? right in what is do in you think what is in the cement of at&t uh stadium down there in uh down there in silicone and stds Dallas. yeah probably more than that <laughs> <laughs> do you think uh, that's out in the public do you think jerry jones cares about anything daniel snyder could potentially bring to him 
Jerry would be like, well, I'll do you one better. This is some stuff that you didn't find. I did this. I did this. I did this. <laughs> he doesn't care. Mm-mm. I once took a pirate sword and cut a bitch up. <laughs> better Here, to my, let me show you the pictures my on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, you would think that uh, at that age, that money, that power, that delusion, that uh, nothing would really affect you. Uh, but look at Robert Kraft. You know, he gets caught in the handjob circle, goes, has a secret wedding over the past. Since then, I would venture he spent fucking how many hundreds of million dollars in charitable causes during COVID. He, he was sending planes everywhere. Um, he just put fifty million dollars into a charity in Massachusetts. I forget which one. Fifty million. His own makes money you, makes you forget about handies. Exactly. He's buying. He's buying the forgiveness. He's, he's buying, buying forgiveness. It. He's building us yeah. a new, brand new stadium with his own money, not taking the taxpayers' money. Um, not a stadium. He's building the giant yeah. scoreboard. Not a stadium. And on the biggest in the world, motherfucker. Respect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all on the side. Uh, exactly. How old is, how old's the uh, the Sweet doctor that married into the Kraft family there. 42. 42. Reno. Of course, Reno. <laughs> um, before we move on and end the show on the simple, the final simplest minds here. Actually, we'll get to this guy. I had a question on this guy for you, Bobby. We'll, we'll get there. The first guy Ooh. I want to mention to you, uh, we can go quick here. Rookie Brendan Schooler of the Patriots. Special teamer. The guy that uh, collected two muffed. 48. Punches. Sorry. For, oh, okay. Collected two muff punts this year. Uh, the last one against the Browns to essentially seal the game, minus the uh, onside kick that was ridiculous. The debacle. Anyway, uh, tried to hand the ball to Belichick on the sideline. Uh, got stone cold like a uh, bad date uh, in an eighth grade dance, and uh, and then after the game went up and <laughs> Belichick a handshake for his for his win, just a fucking kiss ass. Uh, Who's this fucking score. guy? That's Ooh, what Bill's saying. Looks like he belongs in the movie Dazed and Confused in Europe with his purse and his bell bottoms. Thoughts? As someone that's been watching Patriots football for a long time, when I saw it on the live broadcast, I personally cringed. Like, I don't know these people, but I watched it and I got a reaction thinking, how fucking dumb is this guy? Like, like how does he, this stupid to do that? Like, you fell on a football that was in front of you. <laughs> You've done. What are you doing? It was. I just couldn't believe that he would do that. I was surprised he wasn't cut the next day. No, you and know what was. the thing is with people that dumb is they're so likable. Like you, you know those. You know those type of people. Thank you. No, it's mm. Matt. It's so. Mm. It's, it's Matty Poo. <laughs> Matt's so dumb and lovable. It's just like he can do and say the stupidest shit, and you're just like, all right, you're cute. It's an excellent comparison. You know, that was great. That was good. Schooler probably just works his ass off. Yes, serves himself to death at practice. Just like drinks the piss out of Belichick's shoe. And then, you know, he makes a couple gaffes because his head's so far out the fucking lunch other than football. They're just like, all right. All right, Schooler. You're okay, man. Go comb your hair. (laughs) What an idiot. Uh, Speaking of idiots, Tom Brady's losing his mind as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. Super G has sent this guy into fucking orbit. Uh, on his podcast, don't know what it's called, don't care. Quote, I almost look at f- a, uh, look like a football season, like you're going away on deployment in the military. Wolf, Tom. Uh, and it's like, man, here I go again. There's only one way to do it. You continue. Whenever you, whenever you may say, oh, man, I want to make sure I spend a little more time doing this, your competitiveness takes over. And as much as you want to have this playful balance with your work balance, you're going to end up doing exactly what you've always done, which is why you were... Uh, there to which is why you are who you are you're going to do oh god i'm losing my mind you're going you're going to read tool how do i get it done you know what do i do (laughs) slow down slow down this is a terrible quote (laughs) read that last line you're going to go going to go how do i get it done you know what do i gotta do to to get it done see if you slow articulate you're yeah, fine you know, yeah you're right i should have slowed it down either way that's a that's a rambling man who's lost his brain a woman's broken it and uh know what that that know what that reads to me i need some fucking pussy 
fast. That's why he went to Kraft's wedding to get some of those old 42-year-old biddies of his uh own age. <laughs> of Kraft's wife. Yeah, he was collecting <laughs> Yeah, that's right. He was running stag at Kraft's wedding collecting uh, collecting some bridesmaids, some bridesmaid skirts. The the thing that I think that he'll get away with the military is right after he says military, nothing he says after that is coherent to anything about the military. He just fucking rambles about uh basically being dumped. So fucking what an idiot. Any he, any he has sucked. Okay, last one. Uh, what I the s- fuck is this? Cameron? Remember Cameron? The, remember the Cameron. rapper? Yeah. Horse yeah. and carriage. He slipped into uh, Neil Long's DMs after. Oh. Now he waited a couple weeks. Smart man. But then he went on to say this. Hey, Stink. Guess they got a, guess they got a nickname thing going on. I was giving you some time to yourself till I reached out. This is my Cameron voice. Kill a cam rope. Your perseverance as a strong black woman through this turbulent time has me. <laughs> why am I like a? That's southern, like that's <laughs> why, am I... <laughs> why am I like a Cajun plantation owner? Yeah. Your perseverance as a strong black woman through this turbulent time has me <laughs> has been something to behold. You shouldn't be taken advantage and exploited as you did. Nothing to deserve this. Cameron added to his messages, especially over all these sports networks. You're bigger and better than that. Sick. I don't know what that. What does that mean? I don't know. You're a queen. And by that, <laughs> by the way, I'm a king. Together, <laughs> we can achieve greatness. We're both destined for it as a couple. The rapper continued. As I sit here sipping my gazpacho and watching, <laughs> watching the best man, I was inspired to reach out because that's when I'm the best man for you. Exclamation, exclamation. Hope to hear from you soon. My amour. French. No, Spanish. Mi amor. Mi amor. Hope to hear from you soon, Mia Moore. <laughs> and should I say, Mia Moore? Hey, those panties got wet when she read that. Cameron revealed she has yet to respond. Mm. <laughs> Ghosted. Yeah, fuck, I can't read tonight either. Sorry, Raymond. Uh, but either way, what? I just read that and just, I was laughing out loud the whole time. That's great. I haven't even heard about that. When I was reading this, I'm like, who the fuck is Cameron? Yeah, because we were going back and forth, and I uh, I was I was fiery hot this morning, too. I was fighting everybody on text chains. And then... Uh, oh, you were? Something about Udoka. I was like, yeah, his wife left him. You know, he fucked up, blah, blah, blah. Ray comes over the top with his wife didn't leave him. He's standing by him. Cameron thinks differently, bitch. Nay, nay, nay. Nia Moore. Good for Cameron. Nia Moore. Cameron revealed she has yet to respond. <laughs> How'd that text exchange go? Eh, she didn't write back. No. Eh. I'm on unread. Damn it. Just been three dots for a month. <laughs> waiting. She seems like a uh, Samsung kind of girl, though. Ooh, racist. Again, right. God. I'm going to have to beat that. This has been the Simple Mind Sports Show, Friday Rewind, October 21st. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Happy birthday, Finn. Robert. Oh, Robert. Oh, oh Robert. Robert. Oh, oh, Robert. Congratulations, Robert. Uh, Gentlemen, uh, how goes it? How are you? It's it's going well. You look good. fucking dapper. Like, it doesn't even look like a brand new father over here. He's gotten to sleep. Hold on. I got to take a drink real quick. Looks can be deceiving. I'm gritting this one out. He's still he's still in that early uh, yeah. sleep deprivation phase. Where it's um, not really hitting them yet. I'm on like the eight week where my eyes just pretend to be open. Yeah. And I'm oh. irritable. Very, very irritable. <laughs> so don't fucking push me, Vine. Hold on. Let me pull this up. What are we doing? Uh, yeah, that's right. I'm also dumb as shit. I can't remember anything.
I can't like my brain just loses it. Welcome to my world. I didn't say I had tits. I said I can't remember. <laughs> They're called totally breasts. different part of the body. <laughs> tits called... and fucking elf ears. <laughs> Motherfucker. I'm sorry. I'll beep out the, the T word. Thank you. Uh, what do you say we get the show started? Because we're a little bit late this evening. The Civil Mind Sports Show. Uh, latest and the greatest in New England sports. We'll start it with... Uh...